Hello everyone, welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. I am your host, Brett Hill, and today we have a great message for you coming out of the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. And the, the message today is, Try higher, not harder. Colossians 3, verses 1 through 4. So if you don't have your Bible, pause the podcast, go back, get your Bible, come back and join us. Try higher, not harder. Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. I'm in the King James Version today, starting with verse 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above and not on the things of this earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall also, or then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Church, I want to tell you today that sometimes we all seem to find ourselves trying really hard at something. And sometimes it's trying to figure out a job that we're trying to get accomplished. Sometimes it's uh, trying to find out how we're going to get the next bill paid or, or where the next meal is going to come from. Sometimes we're, we try to keep quiet when people talk about us and and put us down and and it's sometimes the 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 fight that we have in us is trying to get over the loss of someone special in your life and we we really try hard at things like starting over in life really late in your years maybe you lost a loved one and you have to find a way to go on maybe you've you've lost someone and it's just tough to not go on without them or or maybe you you're believing that you can achieve after some kind of failure and and the failure keeps speaking to your mind and replaying over and over and over. All these things are tough to cope with, and most of us try to deal with these things within ourselves, and we're always taking on all the stress and the burden within ourselves, and not, not finding some way to spread that burden out or finding some way to turn the burden loose. And all too often, we end up telling ourselves, you know what? I failed because I didn't try hard enough. I lost them because I didn't spend enough time with them. If only I, if, if only I would have, if only I could have, if only I would have done this. I just didn't try hard enough. I didn't put forth enough effort. I, 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 I. A lot of the problems we think are going on is because it wasn't enough going on within us to cause it not to happen or cause it to happen. And listen, many of us struggle with sins that seem to have a hold on us. And we, we come to Christ and we, we ask for help and we ask and ask for Christ to come in, forgive us of these sins. And then life becomes a reality again. And those struggles come right back into our lives and cause us to fall right back. And, and we find ourselves facing that same old sin again. And, and for some people, some of us out there, some of you know what I'm talking about, me included, some people, some of these things become a continuous loop in our life. The struggle is real, a continuous struggle of countless efforts and attempts to, to live right, to do right, trying hard to live like Christ wants us to be, but we fail at our own efforts. Come on, I want to tell you today, this is real church, this is what real life is about, and I want to share with you today a different approach to life's problems and what you've been trying to do. And so instead of trying so hard, we need to be trying higher. Instead of trying harder at life, we need to be trying higher at life. I'm not speaking of a high that would that the world looks to a drug or looks to some medication and getting high 
high or smoking something and, and getting drunk or drinking something. I'm just saying that we should teach ourselves to seek our answers in high places rather than human strategies. Church, seeking things higher enables us to experience the true joy of God the Father who created us to receive everything that he set forth for us to receive. He said, I created you just for the sole purpose that I could bless you. So when we set our minds in heavenly places, our worldly thinking dies out and our spiritually mindset begins to flourish. Listen, one of the best and most effective ways of thinking higher is putting God first in everything that we do. We need to wake up in the morning realizing that God is the author of the first breath that we took. He's the author of every breath that we take, and he'll be the author of the last breath that we take. God is the one that ordains our footsteps. God is the one that gives us the vision in both of our eyes. God is the one that lets us smell the flowers and, and smell the air and smell the water and the ocean and the things that we smell in our senses. God is the one that gives us these things. We need to put him first in everything that we do. So we put God first when we praise him for his goodness and his mercy and his grace. We thank him for forgiveness and salvation. We trust him to lead us and change our ways of living to the way that he wants us to live. And we rely on him for our provision instead of relying on ourselves and, and thinking that because we have the ability that we don't need him. When we do these things, God acknowledges our faith and trust and he delivers for us. He, he comes through with the things that we need. Our hearts are filled with reassurance, strength and comfort when we trust in God and put him number one and make him first in everything that we do. Uh, listen, I, I remember a time in my life when I was battling some really serious attacks from the enemy, and it's not been that long ago. It, it's just been maybe 15 years ago, and, and no one, not a single person, nothing that anybody tried to help me with, nothing that anybody worked toward, or no comfort from any other human being would work. I was just sitting there uh, soaking up all this tragedy and all this pain and everything that the enemy was throwing at me, and the only comfort that I could find, the, the only solace that could bring me to where I could get sleep and and everybody knows that if you if you're losing sleep if you if you can't sleep good and you're staying up all night night after night then uh, your health starts to go down your immune system starts to go down and you start catching things and you can get sick easier and, and your body starts to break down and, and this was happening to me I was worrying and I was eat up with stress and and things like this and it was really taking a toll not just on my mind and my spiritual walk but it was taking a toll on my body and causing me to break down in ways that I had never experienced before. And the only thing that I could turn to was the word of God. I, I didn't know what else to do, but God told me, he said, you need to get into my word. And I'm like, God, I've been reading your word. I, I've read your word all my life. He's like, well, no, you need to get in it and really concentrate on what you're reading and focus on me. Get into the stories, get into the things that I'm telling you. Look at the details and take in the details that I'm wanting you to understand from my written words. So I would set up night after night after night when I would lay down and the anxiety would hit me, the stress would hit me and I couldn't sleep. I would lay down at night and I would start reading the Bible. I would prop it up on my chest and I would I would sit there and read and I and I would start off in Genesis and go through Revelation and, and listen, I, I did this over and over and over and I would read and I would read and I'd get through chapter after chapter after chapter until my eyes got tired and my body got weak and I would fall over and drop that Bible on my chest and fall asleep. 
Now, after I slept for three or four hours and maybe the enemy would, would put something back in my mind and cause me to start thinking about the stress and the anxiety and get, get me to begin to worry again and wake up with that stuff on my mind again, I would pick up where I left off. I, I would raise my Bible up right there at three, four, five o'clock in the morning. No matter what hour in the morning it was, I would raise that Bible back up and I would start reading again and studying and go through chapter after chapter after chapter until I fell asleep reading again. And so I would read myself to sleep night after night after night. And that was the only way that I could get my, my peace about me. It was the only way that I could get any comfort in my soul. The only, the only way that I could get the rest that my body needed was to read myself to sleep. And, I, and I'm not talking about just a few little months going by. I'm talking about three years, church. I, I'm talking about spending a three-year period of time in my life just reading myself to sleep, knowing that the only way that I could ever get rest in my body, the only way I could ever get peace was reading myself to sleep. And you know, the more that I concentrated on God's word, the more that I focused on his word and got into what I was reading, the more that the problems that was going on in my life just seemed to fade out. The more that they just was so insignificant that they didn't mean anything to me anymore. The things that I was reading in the word of God was what meant more to me than anything else. The issues, the stress, the worry, all that stuff went away because I found out that my ways are not God's ways and that the things that he wants in my life are different than what man wants in my life, different than what I want in my life even. And so the more that I read the word of God, the more I understood God's plan for me, the, the better I got at letting the things that the world intended to bother me, letting the things that Satan intended to tear me up with to just fade away into the sunset and just fade off into the past and not have an existence anymore. And it became insignificant to me because God became more significant in my life. And it was my decision. You got to understand this today, church. It's got to be your decision. Whoever I'm talking to out there today, it's got to be your decision to go deeper into the word of God. Whatever it is you're facing, it's you and God. It's not me and you and a counselor and a judge and and this and that, and a school teacher, and, and this one and that one, and all these people, psychologists and psychiatrists, and doctor this and doctor that. It can't be all those people. Stop turning to the wrong people if you want your spirit, if you want your peace, if you want your solace about you and true joy in your life. It's got to be your decision to go deeper into the Word of God and build that relationship. It was my decision to go deeper and turning my heart to something, turning my heart to someone higher rather than trying harder within myself it was that it was that very thing turning to someone higher and not putting my faith and trust in man or man's system. It strengthened my relationship with Christ. It made it more personal for me. It made me trust him with everything in my life and put my faith on a collision course to an extraordinary walk with my Lord and Savior and my Creator and an extraordinary trust in his word and his promises. And you may be thinking today, well, you know, pastor, you just don't know my problem. No, I don't. 
and I probably won't, and I, I may not come close to relating with what you are going through, and I don't know your problem, but I do know the problem solver. I know the way maker. I know the game changer. His name is the way, the truth, and the life, the living water, the morning star, the bread of life. He's the lion of Judah, the word of God come in the flesh. He's the lamb slain before the foundations of the earth, the soon coming king, the alpha and the omega, and you, you may have heard him even call Jesus Christ, but I call him friend, I call him savior, I call him Lord over my life, and he's the one that's the provider of my faith, he's the one that's the provider of my, my future, he's the one that's the provider of the peace of my mind, and you can call him these things too, if you learn to try higher and reach toward higher things, and not harder, you know, your problem is here on this earth, all the things that you have to deal with is here on this planet, on this earth, down here with you, Jesus Christ is not here on this earth. He's sitting in heavenly places at the right hand of the Father right now. You need to look toward Jesus Christ. Don't let your eyes lean back down toward where your feet are at. Keep your eyes on things above. Keep yourself focused on who is the author and finisher of your faith. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and what? His righteousness. Jesus Christ is his righteousness. Jesus Christ is the one who brings righteousness into you through his blood on the cross of Calvary and we need to seek him first. Jesus needs to be foremost on our mind. He needs to be the first thing that's going through our thoughts when we wake up in the morning. He needs to be the last thing that goes through our thoughts when we lay down our head at night in Matthew 6 and 33 and says if we will seek him first then all these other things that we need in life, they'll be added to us. I'm talking about the necessities of life, the comfort you need to live for him, the peace that you need to get through the struggle that you're facing today, brothers and sisters in Christ out there. All these things will be added unto you when you seek Jesus Christ first. He's not going to leave you hanging around. He's not going to ignore you. He's going to bring the answer. It ain't always the way you want to see it, but you can bet that it's the most important way that it needs to be done in your life when he does answer you. Now listen, somebody needs to hear it today. You've done all that you can possibly do. You need to stop trying harder. You need to look up, lift up your heads, lift up your eyes because your redemption draweth nigh. Jesus Christ is there. He's got your answer. He's got what you need to provide for you to get you out of the struggle that you're facing. You need to look to Jesus for your answers. You need to do it first. Don't be turning to a doctor and turning to this and turning to that. Don't wait until he exhausted all of the earthly resources and then turn toward Jesus Christ. Stop trying so hard and start trying higher. Focus on Jesus. Focus on the kingdom of heaven. All the things that we need, the provisions, all the good things come from above, not from below. Turn your eyes to the throne room of grace today. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 through 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are what? The heavens are higher than the earth. Your problem is down here on the earth. The issue that you have with people, it's down here on this earth. It's in your mind. It's, it's here part of earthly things and fleshly things. He says, My ways are, are, are above the earth. All my ways, my heavens, everything that I have, it's above the earth. 
And so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Why? Because he's in heaven and you're down here. You need to raise your eyes up and look and see your redemption and draw it. let it draw an eye unto you. You need to focus on who Jesus Christ is today and stop looking at how bad the problem is. Stop looking at how hard the situation is to get through with your own efforts. The fact that you're trying in yourself is going to tell you that you're going for one more round of failure. The fact that you think that you've got to muster up enough strength to do it one more time and fight through it one more time is telling you that you're going to have a failure one more time. If you failed before and you failed again, you're going to fail the next time. Stop trying so hard and focus on things that's higher in this world, higher and above this world, and its name is Jesus. Who you need to be focused on is Jesus Christ and Him crucified and the provision that He has for you. Psalms 103, chapter 11 says, For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear them, fear him. So listen, church, we need to realize that we are not of this world anymore. When you receive Jesus Christ in your heart as Lord and Savior, you have become some heavenly creature. You've, your old man has been passed away. You've become new. You've been born again. You're part of Jesus Christ. You're part of the kingdom of heaven. And you should not look for your answers here on this earth. You need to look for your answers in heavenly places. Turn to the word of God. Let it direct your path. Let him focus you into the spiritual roadmap to the answer that you truly need and stop trusting in what you don't need to be looking toward. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. He, uh, he is understanding and he is unsearchable. Nobody can attain his knowledge. Nobody can see the thoughts that he has. Nobody can understand how great his wisdom is. Church, it's always been true that God is trustworthy and you can believe him. You can lean on his word to get you through and he will for you always prevail over your problem. Isaiah chapter 14 verse 24 says, The Lord of hosts has sworn... As I have planned, so shall it be. Oh, come on now. Let me say that again to somebody. The Lord of hosts has sworn, as I have planned. In other words, his plan for you, he says, as I have planned out your life and the, as I have planned out the details of what I want to see in your life as a believer and someone that trusts in me, so shall it be. And as I have purposed in your life, so shall it stand. Oh, come on, church. Somebody needs to praise God today about that very scripture because if you believe in God today, it don't matter what the devil tries to screw up in your life. It don't matter what the devil tries to twist in your thoughts and try to lead you down the wrong path. God has already said right here in Isaiah chapter 14 that if I've planned it about you, I'm big enough to see it through. If I've got a purpose in your life, I'm going to stand on that purpose and I'm going to see it done in your life. The devil cannot change or alter or turn you away from what I've got for you if you'll hold on to me, if you'll cling to me, if you'll keep looking toward things higher and not looking at the earth, my plans and, and my purpose in your life will prevail and it will come to pass just as I have planned it and not as anybody else has planned your life. 
Finally, Micah chapter 6 verse 8 says, He has told you, O man, what is good and, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Church, we need to know that the Lord requires us to walk justly and humbly with him. And as long as we're walking with him and abiding with him, we need to look higher instead of working so much harder, church. Remember who died to redeem you. Remember who purchased your adoption into the family of God. You are a child of God today. You are a child of the king and he takes care of his own and all the problems that comes into your life, he's already got a solution. He's already got the answer that you need and you need to look higher and not harder. Don't don't be trusting in the things of this world. Don't be trusting in your own understanding. You need to lean on him for everything and he will see it through. His redemption is 100% for you and what God does, he does it 100%. He does it completely and he does it for eternity. He doesn't do it for a season just because he's got some boring thing going on and he's just looking for something to do to pass time. Jesus Christ loves you today, church. Jesus Christ loves you, child of God, and he cares about the problems that you're going through. He cares about the situations that you're facing, and he says, I'm right here with my righteous right hand to pick you up out of the miry clay that you're buried up in today, and I will see you through the problem. And I love that scripture Psalms 23, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I, I may have to walk through some things down here on this earth, but I'm only going through them. And my Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior, my friend and my comforter is walking through it with me hand in hand and I'm taking every step with him. He knows the way out. You need to turn toward him. Look higher and not harder. Church, try higher and not try harder because that's your answer for everything you're going through. Praise God, I, I just want to pray with you today. F Heavenly Father, Lord, if there's anybody out there listening today to this, this episode and this podcast, Lord, that this scripture has touched their heart. God, that it has reached into their soul and let them understand who you are and what you mean to them. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that God, whenever this thing is played back, if somebody repeats it over and over and over, that your anointing would come out of it again and again and again and touch their lives, God, and let them understand that you are faithful, that you are there for them every time that they cry out to you. Lord, that you would be there to answer their prayers. You'll get them through their circumstances, that you'll never leave them nor forsake them. God, today, remind them of what you are. Remind them of who you are. Remind them of your faithfulness today, God. Let your Holy Spirit go to them and touch their lives and walk them through the situation. God, I pray for favor in the listener's life today, God, that every person here in this podcast would have your favor come Come upon them today because of trusting in you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask it. Amen and amen. Thank you for tuning in today. I pray this has blessed you and touched your life. And if it has, share it with somebody else. Let somebody else know how good your God is. Share your testimony. Let them know what he's done in your life. Give him praise, glory, and honor for him touching your life today and share that with other people. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you on the next one.